Hello, Wildcat fans. It is Bobby Jerome alongside myself, Kurt Pickering, for another episode of the Wildcat Weekly, uh, led by the SIBN on the iCast. Uh, so to start, we'll start with basketball. You know, the Wildcats getting ready to start their 2019-2020 uh, season um, playoff run. Uh, the sectional final will be held this Saturday, um, facing up against the winner of tonight's game, uh, tonight being the 25th of February. It's a Tuesday as we're filming this, but they will play the winner of Brunswick and Valley Forge. That's the 7 versus 10 seed, Brunswick being the 7 seed um, on paper, most likely to get that win. And the Wildcats will be able to take on that team at home, fortunate enough, um, coming off a, a strong win against another Jesuit um, team here in Ohio, playing against St. John's um, St. John's uh, Toledo, I believe. Right? Yes, yeah. it is Toledo. Yeah, St. John's Toledo, the Wildcats took on um, a very low-scoring game for Toledo, that is. Uh, the Wildcats holding them to 37 points. That's, uh, That's the fifth time they've held an opponent under 40 points in a game this season. So the defense for the Wildcats, uh, you know, all led by Coach Cam. I mean, I even remember in that interview, he said he's totally harping on defense. I remember him saying that. Oh, yeah. Uh, it, and you know it's showing. Well, and that's kind of what, it, you know, his father's the head coach for St. Vincent St. Mary, and that's what they've been doing for however the last 30 years and that's what made that's what's made them in the past be such a great program and win so many state championships uh basketball has become a game over the last few years where it's just pull up shoot a three just keep scoring uh be kind of like a james harden type of player and you know just put up 50 points a game and you'll need to worry about defense because if you just outscore them then you're gonna win but really, if you have a team that can shut you down on defense, there's no way for you to put up those 50 points. There's no way for you to win a game if you're going against someone who's going to play really good defense on you and shut you down. Uh, so that's – we remember from when Coach Cam was up here uh, with an interview with us earlier this season before it started, uh, it, he emphasized defense over and over and over again because defense pays off, and it's been proven in the past that defense works. Yeah, you know, and – um, not to mention that this Saturday, this past game, was senior night for the Cats, uh, recognizing all the seniors on the squad, uh, you know, mentioning players. Um, Griffin Hanna, Chase Toppin, Kayla Blake, Danny Nunez, Micah Anglin, Tommy Spear, uh, as well as a few of our um, team managers, you know, as well. But, you know, the basketball Cats, uh, the seniors really led them to that victory. Um, Coming away with 32 of the 60 points, Hannah able to put in 10 uh, to match Nunez and Toppin's 11 each. Uh, so a really strong game for the seniors, and honestly, a great close to the regular season, that is, for the Cats. You know, I'm really excited for this postseason. I think we'll um, I think we'll definitely be able to make it to the district final, facing up against Eds at Lakewood High School eventually, and that's going to be a tough battle, but I think the Wildcats, uh, I think Coach Cam, you know, we've, we've played against him twice. I think it's going to be uh, even more of a battle, uh, especially playing at a neutral gym. I think it's going to be a pretty interesting game, but I, I really do have confidence in the Cats making it that far. Well, and we've mentioned this in the past, too. Eds is the big name that you got to get past in the playoffs. But before that even, I mean, you can't over you know, underestimate any team in the playoffs. You know, we've seen it in March Madness year after year after year. You know, Some no-name team comes and beats a big-name school like, you know, insert big college team here like Kansas or Duke, and it just completely run the show and make a deep run in the tournament and 
no one saw it coming. It, it's the same thing can happen for Ignatius. I mean, any team can beat us uh, just as we yeah. can beat any team. Anything can happen in the playoffs. It's the playoffs. That's yeah, and you why know, it's so interesting. And you know, not even to forget last season. I mean, the Cats went on an 11-game win streak to close off the year uh, and then facing up against uh, Brexville, going to a four-overtime game. I mean, that was a huge comeback from the Wildcats. I mean, think about it. I mean, coming in a 10-11 game win streak, it was something like that. I mean, you know, this is a team who really runs off of momentum. And, you know, a lot of these guys were on the team last year. I just rattled off the six seniors on the squad. You know, this is a team that uh, this is a team that can definitely contend with a lot of uh, younger teams in the playoffs and a lot of talented teams. This team has heart. And, yeah, it's going to be a fun playoffs coming up. But hopefully we get, uh, you know, a very deep run. Hopefully uh, maybe making it deep and, you know, uh, maybe getting to the state final four or the state championship. I know it's – Yeah, it's definitely uh, – it's, def- it's definitely possible. It's possible. Anything's possible. It's playoffs. So moving on, the swimming and diving team, as we mentioned last week, went to the state championship on Friday and Saturday. Uh, they – Placed fifth in the 2020 state championship, so they came in fifth in the state. Uh, mathematically, they were unable to get first because uh, Xavier had too many kids who qualified. So, it, you know, the way that works out, just too many kids on the squad are going to the state championship for Xavier, and mathematically, they there's no way they, they won can't the state win the state championship. Yeah. Um, but it's still a phenomenal season for the Wildcats. We've been saying it all year long. This team is something special. Uh, so some highlights from the finals in the 200 medley relay, which was Hong, Toothman, Johnson, and Soder. Uh, they placed second overall in the state and set the new school record, which I believe they broke a couple of weeks ago. I believe the top three records in the school are held by, uh, you know, this uh, this group of kids in you know multiple different categories of swimming. But Tyler Hong swam hard to become the 200 IM state champion breaking his own record from the district meet last week. Uh, He earned third place in the 100-meter backstroke uh, and breaking his own record then as well and moving up in the rankings. And, you know, Tyler Hong's season for swimming is not over. We might see him in Tokyo in August in the Olympics. uh, I believe he is top – I think he's – we were were looking it up the other day. I think he's the 97th swimmer uh, for UC. 17 in the world in the world yeah, yeah that's ridiculous and you know it's if he goes to the olympics he's going to be swimming for canada not the united states yes i mean the united states swimming it's almost impossible for anyone out of high school to make that team unless you're a michael phelps or something like that yeah um but you know because you're going against 25 year old men who are in their absolute best shape athletically who yeah. have been doing it for years and already have the name recognition but He'll be a decent swimmer, and hopefully he can make the Olympics. We wish the best of luck to Tyler Hong in his future. Uh, actually, we're going to see a lot of big names from the state tournament uh, in the Olympics in the summer because you know Xavier is a top-ranked program in the country. Let a, you know, let alone internationally too. They, yep. you know, they compare well to pretty much anyone. Uh, so we could see a few people from Xavier go to the Olympics uh, and. Many other schools, you know, all it takes is one good swimmer to go to the Olympics. Yeah. So going on, John Soder earned 11th and 15th place in the 50 and 100 meter free. Uh, the 200 free relay, which was Murphy, Carmichael, Vandewall, and Soder, earned 6th place overall and broke their own school record from last week. So there were a lot of records set last week in the district meet, and uh, a lot of them were broken this week. Yeah, so. you know, it's crazy how, you know, we always talk about how other sports have changed as time goes on. You know, 
just the physicality and you know the ability that players have and how they grow strength wise you know it just it just proves through school records i mean it comes every year or someone's breaking the last one i mean it's just sports are just getting better people are getting more athletic that's just how sports are now well and you know the saying a record's only a number and a numbers you know records meant to be broken in the 400 free relay which was hong richmond and martha and carmichael earned fifth overall in the state and uh you know they had the cats are really out you know thrilled with their outstanding season they they're looking forward to another great season next year we said earlier in you know previous podcast that this is a young wildcat lineup as well i mean yes there were a lot of seniors that helped contribute to this but uh, the farm system's doing pretty well for the wildcats yeah, I mean, tyler hong's a junior um yeah don't forget tyler hong's only a junior he'll be back next year yeah, maybe you know. Hopefully, getting a back-to-back state championship, uh, state championship, in the uh, 200 IM. But uh, you know, hopefully that, and maybe being the state champion in a lot of other categories. Who knows? I think Tyler Hong is one of the best swimmers, if not the best swimmer the Wildcats have ever seen go through this program. Yeah. So a uh, really big congratulations to the Wildcats, earning fifth overall at the state championship. Moving on to hockey, the Ice Cats received a bye week this week uh, because they are the number one seed going into the playoffs. But on Saturday, they played Avon after their bye. Uh, the Cats heavily outshot the Eagles and won eight nothing. Christian Radke, Chucky Wilson, Michael Bame all scored goals while Danny Cook scored twice. Uh, manager Josh uh, McHugh came away with an assist on Charlie Erb's goal with a few hits. The sectional final will be will uh, the Wildcats will face Olmsted Falls and that is tonight, and that's at five thirty at the Brooklyn Ice Center. And uh, obviously the Wildcats are heavily favored in this game as well. But you never know; it's the playoffs. But I, the Wildcats have a very very good shot at winning this game tonight, and you know going on and winning. Yeah, going for the five, Pete. And uh, to close out what happened in Wildcat Sports this week, the Matt Cats competed against Strongsville Friday night for senior night, and it was at Sullivan Gym. The team came out on top, defeating Strongsville 56-22. to All four seniors that competed earned victories, and the team finished off the year with a 13-2 and dual record. And uh, they did go undefeated at home this year as well, I believe. Uh, next up, the team will be competing at St. Edward for the sexual tournament. So, uh, obviously, Ed's is one of the top programs, if not the best program in the world for wrestling, but the Wildcats have a decent lineup this year. It's it's going to be interesting this week. Yeah, definitely going to be a battle for the Cats. Uh, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if we got a few wins, definitely, without a doubt, but, uh, you know, coming away with uh, the full overall win would be <laughs> That'd extremely be ideal. impressive, yes. That'd be ideal. That'd be probably one of the biggest upsets in Wildcat history. Oh, yeah. But, uh, you know, the Wild. <laughs> It's a decent lineup for the Wildcats this year. They never underestimate Wildcat wrestling. I mean, you know, we've said this before. While it's, you know, we're ne- we don't have the history or the rep- reputation as St. Ed's does when it comes to wrestling, we're still one of the top programs in the state. We're still top ten. It's it it's still a decent program. It's just you know, in the past they haven't been as good as Ed's, but you know, it's still a very decent program when it comes to wrestling. It's going to be interesting. Uh, it's uh, This is a very exciting time of year because finally every team, uh, except for Swimming, who just ended the season, is in the playoffs right now for the Wildcats. Yep. And it's it's going to be an impressive run going forward. Uh, we're getting into, you know, 
big student section season when it comes to uh, being in a tight area inside a building when it comes to basketball or hockey playoffs. So yeah. it's loud student sections, exciting, thrilling games that are going to come down to the wire. It's going to be a fun couple weeks coming up for the Wildcats. Yeah, so, definitely. And, you know, not even just the winter sports, but you got to look forward. I mean, lacrosse tryouts are going on right now. Baseball tryouts are going on right now. Uh, so a lot of the uh, a lot of the outdoor sports where Ohioans can actually see the sun, uh, that, that's going to be coming up soon for the Wildcats to celebrate uh, a good season. The, the baseball team definitely looking to go back-to-back after winning the state championship uh, led by Coach Gaynor last year. So a really uh, a really anticipated season coming up. Yeah, well, I don't know if we'll be seeing the sun too much in April, but yeah, uh, true. You know, I just <laughs> it's say. really only going to be at the end, the end of the season. Uh, but, you know, it's still going to be very interesting to see uh, the Wildcats this postseason for winter sports and, you know, what they're able to do and with spring sports coming up. And don't forget, in between that, you know, a little bit of a dead area between see, you know between winter sports and spring sports, uh, we'll keep doing interviews and stuff like that here on the Wildcat Weekly. Uh, so we'll, we'll keep you guys updated on everything and, you know, uh, have some really interesting interviews with uh, significant uh, significant names in Wildcat sports. Yep, definitely. So, you know, just to go off a lot of few things. Uh, so obviously we're coming here uh, to you from a podcast. You know, Bobby and I uh, were fortunate to go to an SIBN-led event. Uh, we were able to go to the Cavs game last night against the Heat. Uh, that was the 24th uh, a good game for the Heat, or, or the Cavs, I should say, if you've heard uh, the overtime victory um, for the Wildcats. What was it, 125 to 119, I believe it yeah, was? Yeah, it was an overtime victory. They came back from being down 19 as well in the fourth quarter. It was a very good game. Uh, the reason we were there is because it was Cavs Journalism Day, and we got to hear from a, a lot of big names when it comes to the media and Cavs. Yeah, just uh, about 22 of us, I think it was. 22 of our SIBN members able to go uh, sit uh, before a panel, uh, get asked some questions and all that from a lot of the big broadcasting names on the Cavs organization. So very fortunate to that, and uh, thank you to Mr. Ginley for organizing that one for us. Yeah, and uh, you know most of the people who were there at the Cavs Journalism Day yesterday were college students hoping to yeah. go into this program because you know, they focus heavily on talking about internships and everything, but... Yeah, we were one of the, I believe, three or four high schools that got to go, and the other high schools that got to go uh, to this only sent five or six people. Uh, to be able to have 22 kids go yeah. to this, it just shows how how far this program has come and how how much more advanced we've been in the past for the SIBN. It's really a remarkable thing to have here at St. Ignatius High School. It's it's one of the reasons I came here. I knew I wanted to do this. The, no, yeah, I definitely agree. One, Same here. It's one of the reasons that I decided to come to Ignatius. It's one of the reasons that got me intrigued in this. It's it, this program has come a long way, and you know, seeing what happened yesterday and you know what's going on in the sports media world, it only shows me that we can do so much more and improve this program even more than it already has improved. And uh, you know, hopefully, we can get some of those improvements going on in the future. It's you know, it's a blessing to have a program like this and to be able to have the opportunities that we have here at Ignatius. Yeah, you know, uh, one of Bobby and I's uh, ideas is hopefully to bring this Wildcat Weekly show uh, to a live video feed, you know, kind of have a uh, city before a desk, almost like a sports center look. So Bobby and I definitely looking forward to get get that to you guys uh, somewhat soon, hopefully for this spring sports season. 
But, you know, more to come on the SIBN, uh, at least upcoming. Uh, of course, tonight, if you're able to hear this podcast by then, uh, the hockey team will play tonight, as Bobby mentioned. But something that a lot of you guys might be interested in is the uh, scholarship drive coming up this Friday. Uh, still ticket pooler unknown, but a definitely a huge event. And see if anyone listening here um, fortunate fortunate enough to win that $50,000. So stay tuned on the SIBN for anything upcoming, and especially that sectional final for the basketball team this Saturday at 7 o'clock. So that will conclude this the Wildcat Weekly for this week. Uh, hopefully the Wildcats can get a lot of big wins this week coming up, and we'll have a fun episode next week coming up. For Kurt Pickering and Mr. Sable, I'm Bobby Jerome signing off on the Wildcat Weekly. Go Cats.